Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Bruce Crow, novelist and speaker. I had something happen recently that felt really good, and that was I had a book that publishers were fighting over. And nice. Yeah. Essentially, I guess we could say it went, it, it went to auction in a sense. Um, and that hasn't happened since, um, well, since before the pandemic. I mean, everything, goodness, Ooh, everything. Yeah. Business really just kind of slowed down once the pandemic hit. So it was nice to have that happen again. And it got me thinking it would be interesting to talk about book auctions. And that's what it's called when a book is when so many people want a book, right? Like, like the same project that they fight over it. And yeah, you know. it's an interesting name. Cause to me, an auction happens with everybody's in the same room. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody knows what everybody else is bidding, mm-hmm. you know, but when we've talked about, you know, these kind of wars that can break out over who's going to get the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds less like that and more like really shady, real estate investment like people are meeting in alleyways and like giving numbers that they're not supposed to say and that kind of thing <laughs> i hope it's as cloak and dagger as that I hope i'm so. also kind of hoping it's a little passive aggressive like oh that's that's all you're offering on oh okay so oh man so I mean, a lot of this is going to depend on the agent. And I really feel like I'm going to be kind of showing my hand with this episode because like, I'm going to be talking about how I do it. Yeah. And there's like, that's a vulnerable spot to be in because there could be agents listening to this who will then be like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. I could do it way better, you know, but this is how I do it. And so to rewind though, the whole, like how it sounds like an auction makes it sound like everyone's in the same room from what I hear is back in the day when this would happen, publishers would literally just sit in a conference room with the phone there and they'd be like, pick it up. Hello, agent. Yes, we're we're gonna offer $50,000. Okay, great. Let us know what happens. Click. And then they'd hang up and then they'd wait. Yeah. And then the, the agent would call. Yeah, you've been outbid. Do you wanna, do you wanna raise your, do you wanna raise your bid? Like, and that's how it would go back and forth, right. sometimes all day long. <laughs> and they would just be sitting there staring at the phone. Wouldn't it just be easier to put everybody on a conference call? You would I mean, think. Yeah. Right? It'd be like, you, Penguin, suppose, what do you... <laughs> but I suppose the agents, like, you know, if they're... Yeah. If, they, if it's really going, they're not going to say, well, but the bid's only at 125. If somebody suddenly goes, fine, 500, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, done. Right. So that's where it gets, um, I guess you could call it shady, where it's like, we can't really, or we shouldn't really, as an agent, I shouldn't go to HarperCollins and say, current bid is at a hundred thousand. What do you want to do? Like, I shouldn't be that specific with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you? <laughs> I am, I am not. I, <laughs> people have told me that I am more transparent than a lot of agents are. Mm. 
like many times people will just say, you've got to come up by 15K or whatever, or you've got to come up by quite a bit. There, there will be like mm. really like vague terms like well, we got a really solid offer and and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to come up quite a bit to beat it and like well what does that mm. mean like do I need to right. come up by ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars like right so I I don't like to cause that kind of confusion so I mean that's I, that that is the point from a sales perspective. Right. That is why you're using the vague right. language is mm-hmm. to get people to go, oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't know how much I need to come up by. Yeah. And by giving them a specific number, you're telling them where they need to be as opposed right. to them sitting there stressing it out going, right. well, then let's go up by 50 if they only needed to go up by 10. Well, good job. Right. You just got 50 more. Right. Right. So so that's, everyone does it differently. And um, the way I do it is when I realized that a book is headed in this direction, mm-hmm. obviously the first thing you do is you put an end date on it. You say, okay, we need all offers in by this date. And so no, no one's gonna be sitting by the phone waiting for, you know, like, we're not going to do that. It's gonna, I'm going to let everyone submit their offers as they're able, but they just better have their first offer in by a certain time. Then from there, it's phone calls and emails. It's, you know, do you, you know, your, I might say, um, to someone, we got an offer that's on its way to six figures. Do you want to come up. I may push them in that sense. Right. And whether that's a $10,000 jump, a $20,000 jump, a 30,000, I don't, you know, I mm-hmm. leave that up to them to decide how much they want to go, how much they want to do. Right. Um, and if someone's completely out of the ballpark, like I'll let them, <laughs> let them know, like you're just not, like if they're like, way, way under. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I'll, you know, then I'll be like, look, you've got, you're going to have to more than double this. You're going to have to more than triple this, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So I feel like those, that language that I use, um, publishers have said that it's really helpful and transparent to a degree. I don't know if I'm, if, if that means I'm more or less helpful than other agents. I don't know. I don't know where I fall. Cause I don't right. know how everyone else does it. Um, and then what happens though is, and this happens in every, every auction I've ever done. So like the author goes into it thinking, Oh, I'll be happy with $30,000. Right. Mm -hmm. And suddenly we're at a hundred thousand dollars and they're just like blown away. Right. And there comes a point where they ask, and this happens every time there comes a point where they ask if they can get more <laughs> every single time. Of course it does. <laughs> of course. I'm just like, who wouldn't? <laughs> They're just like, we can, can we like, get them to 150, Amanda? Right. <laughs> Nobody wants to leave money on the table. Of course it's they so ask. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like so greedy it does it feels that and it feels like Good. it is it, we, it is it totally is and it's, it's like money of already, course it is we've already pumped it up more than we thought and yeah. many times we're already when that many times we're already at that 
like we're nearing the max and mm-hmm. you we're getting that sense from publishers like because they have a cap they don't have unlimited funds right. they go into these situations with a here's the top dollar that you can offer you cannot go over this so mm-hmm. there, are, there, are, there are tricks that you could do you can say like okay publisher he's he's leaning toward you if you want to seal the deal can you come in at this? Mm-hmm. I've done that before. Right. And, you know, and that ends up usually boosting the number a little bit, if not all the way to what, you know, we suggest. So those are the tricks. So then what also is happening while this is going on, this back and forth, and even before then, is the authors are having meetings with all of these publishing teams and the publish the publishers are doing their, mm-hmm. they're, they're doing like their dog and pony show or like where they're strutting out all their, well, I work with this best-selling author and we've had this book hit the, the bestseller list recently. And like, they're just like talking about how awesome they are. And then they talk about the author and how awesome the author is and how they're just, oh, you're so talented and great. And then it's just like this whole like feel good (laughs) session and then marketing and publicity get on there. And they're like, oh, well, this is what our vision for your project. And it's all, it's great. But I get every time like the authors, well, not every time, most of the time, it's also just really confusing because in the end, the author's like, I don't know who to go with. I don't know. I don't know who to pick. And, and who do you pick if you are going through the auction process, people are bidding and you really end up with two houses that have rough, like a very similar offer and they're not budging anymore. And you got to pick. That's that's quite the position to be in. Yeah. But so all of that is going on and this can all go down in, um, you know, a few days time to sometimes a little bit longer if like the publisher meetings get started early and then the author chooses someone, hooray, we accept. And then I've got to turn everyone else down. I'm sure that's fun. Hey, yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's, they went with someone else. Yeah. They want to know sometimes, not always, but sometimes they want to know like, well, what could, what could have we done differently? What could have we done better? Mm -hmm. Which I'm always happy to give them some insight as to why an author went a certain way or, you know, because I feel like it's only fair if they put a bunch of time into this. So at least they can get some feedback. Right. (laughs) So that is the auction process. And, And sometimes there are more hard auctions where it is more of the old school way of doing it. I mean, certainly when you've got major, major names in play, mm-hmm. you better believe it's pro- it's a more structured approach. It's not as loosey goosey, but typically these days, it's going to be one of these kinds of soft auctions. One thing that I rem- try to remind my authors as they go through this process, it's really easy to get carried away by the dollar signs, right? To, to, have that just kind of cloud all judgment. Yeah. But what is most important, and I I will say this like until my dying day, what what is most important is that you connect well with your publisher and that their vision for the book fits your vision for the book. Yeah. Because I don't care how much money you're gonna get from so and so publishing house. 
if they have a different vision, if they want to take it in a different direction than what you want, you are going to hate being with them. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they pay you six figures. It doesn't, you know, does all that doesn't matter. You will hate it. And it's going to be like butting heads from, you know, day one. So the most important thing is to make sure that you are signing with the publisher that you get along with, that you feel understands you, and that has the same vision for your project. And hopefully they are also one of the publishers who is bringing a nice sized deal to the table. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gate Crashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash gatecrashers, or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.